Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our King and Savior draweth nigh. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the people with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 80 is on page 441. Hear, O thou shepherd of Israel, thou that leadest Joseph like a flock, show thyself also that thou sittest upon the cherubim. Before Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh, stir up thy strength and come and help us. Turn us again, O God, show the light of thy countenance, and we shall be whole. O Lord God of hosts, how long wilt thou be angry with thy people that prayeth? Thou feedest them with the bread of tears, and givest them plenteousness of tears to drink. Thou hast made us a very strife unto our neighbors, and our enemies laugh us to scorn. Turn us again, thou God of hosts, show the light of thy countenance, and we shall be whole. Thou hast brought a vine out of Egypt, thou hast cast out the heathen, and planted it. Thou madest room for it, and when it had taken root, it filled the land. The hills were covered with the shadow of it, and the boughs thereof were like the goodly cedar trees. She stretched out her branches unto the sea, and her boughs unto the river. Why hast thou then broken down her hedge, that all they that go by, go by pluck off her grapes? The wild boar out of the wood doth root it up, and the wild beasts of the field devour it. Turn thee again, thou God of hosts, look down from heaven, behold, and visit this vine. And the place of the vineyard that thy right hand hath planted, and the branch that thou madest so strong for thyself. It is burnt with fire and cut down, and they shall perish at the rebuke of thy countenance. Let thy hand be upon the man of thy right hand, and upon the son of the man whom thou madest so strong for thine own self. And so will not we go back from thee. O let us live, and we shall call upon thy name. Turn us again, O Lord God of hosts. Show the light of thy countenance, and we shall be whole. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. 
Amen. Here begins the 40th chapter of the book of Isaiah. Comfort, yes, comfort my people, says your God. Speak comfort to Jerusalem and cry out to her that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned, for she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill shall be made low. The crooked places shall be made straight, and the rough places smooth. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. The voice said, Cry out. And he said, What shall I cry? All flesh is grass, and all its loveliness is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades, because the breath of the Lord blows upon it. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God stands forever. O Zion, you who bring good tidings, get up into the high mountain. O Jerusalem, you who bring good tidings, lift up your voice with strength. Lift it up, be not afraid. Say to the cities of Judah, Behold your God. Behold, the Lord God shall come with a strong hand, and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him and his work before him. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom and gently lead those who are with young. Here endeth the first lesson. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and return not thither but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish what I purpose and prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the second lesson, uh, in, starting at the the third chapter of St. Luke. Now in the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, Pontius Pilate being governor of Judea, Herod being tetrarch of Galilee, his brother Philip, tetrarch of Ituria and the region of Trachonitis, and Lysanias, tetrarch of Abilene, Annas and Caiaphas being high priest, the word of God came to John, the son of Zacharias in the wilderness. And he went into all the region around the Jordan preaching a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill brought low, and the crooked places shall be made straight, and the rough ways be smooth, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. 
Then he said to the multitudes that came out to be baptized by him, Brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Therefore bear fruits worthy of repentance, and do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I say to you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones. And even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Therefore every tree which does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So the people asked him, saying, What shall we do then? He answered and said to them, He who has two tunics, let him give, give to him who has none, and he who has food, let him do likewise. <clears throat> then tax collectors also came to be baptized and said to him, Teacher, what shall we do? And he said to them, Collect no more than what is appointed for you. Likewise the soldiers asked him, saying, And what shall we do? And he said to them, Do not intimidate anyone or accuse falsely, and be content with your wages. Now as the people were in expectation, and all reasoned in their hearts about John, whether he was the Christ or not, John answered, saying to them all, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I is coming, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to loose. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge his threshing floor and gather the wheat into his barn. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable, unquenchable, unquenchable fire. Here endeth the second lesson. <clears throat> Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people and raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who is conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, raise up, we pray thee, thy power, and come among us, and with great might succor us, that whereas through our sins and wickedness we are left, we are sore led and hindered in running the race that is set before us. Thy bountiful grace and mercy may speedily help and deliver us, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness, and put upon us the armor of light, now in the time of this mortal life, in which thy Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life of mortal, through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, now and ever. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning. Good Sunday to us. Good fourth Sunday in Advent. The fourth candle, the candle of peace, will be lit today. It's um, <clears throat> kind of like a running track in high school that when you run the mile, you would run three laps, and uh, then the guy would point the little gun with the blanks in the air and shoot it, and that was the gun lap, meaning you have a lap to go. So we're entering the fourth lap of our race through Advent, um, and race probably is a bad word for it because we probably should be uh, more mindful of what's happening as we go through Advent. The passages today, you'll, um, this, this, this after, excuse me, later this morning in, in the communion, you will hear a little bit more about John the Baptist. It'll be from uh, St. John's view rather than from uh, St. Luke's view that we're getting today, uh, St. John the Baptist. So I wanna give you a little background on what was happening in for the people in Jerusalem. They haven't heard from God in 400 years and um, no prophets and basically all they had was the Pharisees and the scribes and they were keeping the law and they kind of held the faith together although they became very, very cemented in, in their pride of who they were and what they did, and they were the people of God. And uh, Luke opens up and he talks about, um, well, he talk about a, a list of uh, characters, uh, Tiberius Caesar, who was not a good man, uh, Pontius Pilate, who had the spine of a jellyfish, Herod was a snake in the grass, he, he'd kiss any Roman backside that came by if it would get him ahead. Um, he actually married um, his brother Philip's wife, 
uh, I don't know how that happened, but it was not right. It wasn't a good thing. So there's this whole, you know, Annas and Caiaphas, the, the priests uh, who were uh, probably making a ton of money off of the money changers and uh, probably not the best characters around and probably really, really stuck in what they believed and that they could do no wrong because uh, they were the, the descendants of the priests. And so um, John the Baptist, the son of Zacharias, goes out into the wilderness and he begins to preach. And then, and then we get a, the, the, this classic thing from Isaiah, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. So what's happening is John's going throughout the region and he's, pre, he's preaching repentance and, um, and uh, return to God. And so people are wondering, who is this guy? I mean, nobody's been talking like this for a long time. And so, of course, they got on the Internet and looked up John the Baptist. You, you know, they couldn't do that. So that, you know, the rumors were spreading. And so what would happen was crowds would go out to see him. And so when a crowd came out to see him, sometimes uh, we mistake a crowd for a bunch of support. And not everybody there is there to support you. They want to know what's going on and they want, and they want to know, uh, you know, are you the kind of guy we want to get behind or not? And so they've also had a few people in, the, in their history who have um, said that we'll throw off the yoke of the Romans and, you know, they would start this revolution. And, of course, the Romans would come in and squash it. And along with the squashing of the revolution was the squashing of their hopes. So um, they were kind of in an in a interesting place. Um, so here comes John. And so they go out to John. And um, and they're they're acting like okay well we're we're here we're here um, so we must be okay, and it's kind of interesting what he says you brood of vipers, and the brood of vipers that was not a compliment, and uh, so what they were doing and what he says to them, is you have to, basically what he says to all these groups this is the key you have to surrender, you have to surrender what you're holding on to and let God remake you, so for the Jewish people they had to surrender the fact that they were children of Abraham. And I love what he said. He said, if, if you were gone, God could raise up children of Abraham from these rocks. I mean, that's not that hard. He's, but what's really important is what's in your heart. So they said, so, you know, to their credit, they said, what should we do? And so he gives some answers to the tax collectors, the soldiers, and the people. And I think if you, if you look at that, as we'll go through them real quick, but I think as you look at that, you realize without surrender, this isn't going to happen. You have to give up your pride and in yourself, and you have to, to uh, humble yourself and fall on your face before God so the change can happen with your heart, within your heart. Because these things don't happen if your heart doesn't change. So he said, if you have more than you need, give some more to your brother. Do that with food. Um, the tax collectors were making tons of money. They would collect the taxes and then enough, a little bit more for themselves and maybe a lot more for themselves. And he said, collect no more than what is appointed for you. I mean, you just told them to cut their business in half. Uh, the soldiers, what should we do? Stop intimidating people. They would use their their power and their favors. And, uh, you know, they could walk up and say, hey, you did this, and now you're in jail, and you can't even get out. And, you, and be content with your wages. And so contentment and surrender are two things that happen here. And I, they started to wonder, man, is this the Christ? He's talking about all these things. That, um, he's talking about our hearts and our souls. And John... And this is probably one of the best uh, things that John does. It's something John does a lot. And I think it's a really good lesson for us. But John turns the focus to Jesus and then steps aside. And I think that's a really good, uh, maybe a motto or a code for our own life, is to focus on Jesus and step aside and let him do the work. So the surrender, the humility, 
and the stepping aside is, is probably the, in my mind, the lesson for today. So I'm looking forward to the um, communion service because I know there's going to be a little bit more going on about John. It'll be interesting to, to, to see and hear that. Um, so let's continue with the intercession. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and especially this day those who will be teaching us. And so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate, especially those we make our private supplications for. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed. And grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy, in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. 